0: Welcome into episode two of the new Columbia Basketball Podcast for the 2018-19 season, where once a week we'll sit down with different members of the men's and women's basketball programs and go through recent games, take a look at what's coming up, and go behind the scenes with the Lions. I'm your host, Kyle Matrician, for part one of today's episode, where we're very happy to welcome in first-year Sienna Durr of the women's basketball program. Sienna, thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you, Kyle.
0: All right, Sienna, you guys are off to a 2-0 start. Uh won your first game on Friday at Hofstra, 65-63, and then came back for your home opener on Monday against Army with a big 70-49 victory. But the first thing I want to talk about is your first collegiate game at Hofstra. You scored 15 points for the team. You had three big free throws in the final seconds. Just what was it like playing in your first collegiate game?
1: Um, I was really, really nervous at first, but also really excited at the same time. Um, those nervous jitters were there for sure right away. Um, but we kind of, we worked through it and it's okay. Um, I was really excited to be playing. So it was really exciting to be able to jump at the tip and then get going right into it. And it's just like any other basketball game that I've ever played in my life, which is hundreds of those. So I just had to be able to go out there and do what I know I could do and help the team to success.
0: Now you guys took a 10 point lead there at the end of the third quarter and then Hofstra, they made a run at you. Uh, they took the lead in the fourth quarter, and then you guys had a battle back, and we'll kind of r- run through a little bit of the end of the game. So you're going to the free throw line with your team up two points. And at this point, the crowd, there was a ton of people behind you where you were trying mm-hmm. to shoot the free throws. But, you know, your first game, what was it like to have to hit free throws for your team in that kind of situation?
1: Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> so right behind the basket that I was shooting at was the whole Hofstra student section and the men's game after our game was completely sold out, so the whole student section was packed with people. I was there. They were kind of taunting, chanting, trying to make me miss, and I just really had to get in my zone, get up to the line, and just knock down those free throws, and thankfully I did. I was crazy nervous, but um, Michaela Markham kind of talked me down a little bit. Um, So it was really exciting to be able to help the team win in that way.
0: So you went to the line, you hit one of two. Yeah. And then (laughs) – they get the ball back. They sc- they miss. You grab a big defensive rebound. Mm-hmm. You get fouled again with three seconds left. You go back to the line. This prime, this time, the nerves probably weren't as intense because yeah, you yeah, had yeah. just gone back, and then you knocked down two mm-hmm. and uh, pretty much put the game away. And then turnaround Monday for your home opener against Army, a tough first quarter, uh, and then the second quarter – It just seemed you guys found your rhythm and Mm -hmm. took off from there. Uh, What were your thoughts on that game?
1: Yeah, so the first quarter wasn't so hot. Um, We were down a little bit. It took us a little bit of time to get going. But thankfully in that second quarter, things started to heat up. We started making shots, and we started to play the game that we wanted to play. So that really helped us um, really find a rhythm, pull away a little bit, and then we went into um, the second half up five. So that was really good.
0: And then we'll talk about your performance in that game a little bit. 21 points, 7 rebounds, completely full stat sheet, assist, a block, a steal. (laughs) You know, what was going right for you in that game?
1: So, um, obviously scoring was going really well for me. Um, defense is something that I'm, like, kind of struggling with a little bit, finding my rhythm in um, college ball. But I feel like I did a pretty good job defensively um, against Army a lot better than I did against Hofstra. So we're taking baby steps forward to the right direction. But it was just really awesome to have really good teammates around me who can give me the ball and who can find me up court when I'm making runs. So I'm just really excited to keep playing.
0: Yeah, one of those teammates you said finding you, Michaela Markham. I mean – She's kind of been the assist machine for you guys. She's running the point. I mean, there were a couple times in that Army game where either Michaela or Sidney Brown or Janiah Clemens came up with three steals, and they just kind of found you streaking toward the basket, you know, a breakaway one-on-one situation. Uh, you know, what what's it like for you to play with that many freshmen uh, when you're all going through the same thing at the same time?
1: Um I think it's really awesome. I love our freshman class. where We all live together. We live in the same suite, so we all have like really good connections with each other, and I think that chemistry really helps out on the basketball court as well, especially um, Michaela and I. We have a really good connection when we're playing out there. We're with each other all the time. We, uh, we live together. We have two classes together, so... Um, We're with each other with hours upon hours a day. Um, So the connection that we have between the two of us like off the court really helps translate on the court. So it's so much fun to play with her. She's the best point guard that I've ever played with, and I just can't wait to see how she keeps on improving.
0: And then this coming weekend, the team's making the trip to play two games in the Midwest. You're going to play Milwaukee Friday night. You're going to play Illinois on Sunday. And for you, it's a little bit of a homecoming, Mm -hmm. being from Grinnell, Iowa, Grinnell High School uh kind of tout your accolades a little bit here uh (laughs) 2018 iowa class 4a player of the year at Grinnell high school but uh who's coming to the game for you the milwaukee game the illinois game i don't know which one's closer uh Mm -hmm. for you maybe illinois but you know who's gonna who's all gonna be there
1: oh there's gonna be a lot of people there um coming to support us um my family's gonna be there so like my mom my dad my siblings um both as my grandparents and then I have friends coming, family friends, just like everybody. There's going to be such a huge crowd of people there cheering for us at both the Milwaukee and the Illinois games because it's really not that far of a drive. Five-hour drive in the Midwest is really nothing for us because that's really how far you got to go to get anywhere.
0: I was going to ask you, how far is it from Grinnell to Milwaukee and then Grinnell to Champaign? Yeah,
1: Grinnell to Milwaukee I think is about five hours, and then Grinnell to Champaign is like three-and-a-half, four-ish.
0: All right. Yeah. But uh, in high school, you were a three-sport athlete. Mm-hmm. It says here you were the 2017 state champion in track and field. In the yeah. long jump, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. what got you into track and field?
1: So actually, my mom ran track at the University of Missouri. So I got into track around sixth grade. We had a little summer track club. And like at the time, I was still pretty uncoordinated, pretty awkward, like still just trying to find my way. Um, so I started doing track, and then I started doing hurdles then. Um, And I really thought that was really fun. Um, So that's what kind of got me started in track. And for a little bit there, I was like, well, maybe track might be my thing before I found basketball and just really loved basketball. Um, But in high school, playing three sports, it really helped me with time management. And then um, excelling in all those sports also helps me in time management because I was a leader on all those teams. I put in a lot of extra time and a lot of hard work to all of those sports. So that really helped me um, be able to find my way and balancing sports and schoolwork at the same time. Um, so that really helps me here as well.
0: Now I want to w- run through your recruiting story a little bit. How, how did you get to Columbia? What was the whole recruiting process for you like?
1: All right. So my recruiting didn't really pick up that much until my last summer of AAU basketball. Like I'd have some interest here or there, but like nothing too serious, um, but my junior year summer, so like before senior year, that summer of AAU, I had a very, very good summer, I was like crushing it all my tournaments, like I was getting phone calls left and right from coaches, and it was just a really, really exciting time, Um, Columbia jumped on earlier, kind of in the spring of that time, so they were kind of on my radar, I'd always kind of been thinking Ivy at the same time, because um, my freshman year, I played with Daisy Jackson, who plays at Penn, so I was like, Ivy might be something that I want to do, I want to go into the medical field, so obviously going to a school that has the best education possible would be something that I would really be into, so I was always kind of thinking Ivy, so the fact that Columbia jumped on was really exciting, I was like, that's so cool, it could be in New York City, it's a lot different than cornfields of Grinnell, Iowa, (laughs) so I was really into that, Um, but like I said, recruiting picked up, so I had a bunch of options, so it was kind of difficult for me to narrow down all those options. But by the end of the summer, I'd come down to um, West Point, so we just played the other night, Um, Providence College, Yale, and Columbia. And ultimately, it came down to Yale and Columbia, both Ivies, and then I picked Columbia in the end.
0: What was the big determining factor to pick Columbia? The
1: big determining factor was definitely the team and the coaches. So I really felt at home with the team on my official visit, and it felt like a place that I could be for the next four years. I know how much time we spend with the girls, so it was really important for me to be able to feel like I could be really, really good friends with these girls. And then also I loved Coach G's vision for the program. I loved where she saw me fitting into the program. And then also all the assistant coaches and just everybody involved in the program – it was just so bought into Coach G's vision, and I couldn't wait for to play for her.
0: And now you touched on it a little bit. This is my next question, and I was going to ask you what you were studying and why. But you did say you're a pre-med mm-hmm. major, but uh, you know, why that field? would interest you, and what do you want to do after college?
1: Yeah, so I've always kind of thought I wanted to be in the medical field of some sort. Um, I really love helping people, and I love learning and learning about the human body. It's just something that really, really interests me. So I was thinking the medical field would probably be the best way to go. And then also I love kids. I love babysitting. I love working with kids. I love volunteering, like all of that. So with my medical degree, I would love to be a pediatrician, just like general practice, like no surgery or anything like that. It's it's a lot of stress. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, being a pediatrician is the goal. And then also um, long term, I would really like to do Doctors Without Borders, I love to travel. I love to experience different cultures. So to be able to help people and travel the world at the same time would be ideal.
0: Where have you traveled to?
1: Um, so in, so I'm actually a quarter Vietnamese. So in 2005, I went over to Vietnam with my family. And that was one of the best experiences of my life. Even though I was five years old, I still have like very, very vivid memories of it. So that was really cool for me. And that really got me into it. And then also, I've been down to Mexico, and really, I haven't been that many places in my life, but I just, like, really have Wanderlust, like, I want to go all over the place, and I just want to experience everything, and I love food, I love trying different cultures food, my dad is a chef, so he got me into food really early, so I would consider myself a foodie, so I really want to travel and be able to experience all different cultures, all different foods, and just, Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, Now, before I let you go, I want to run through some personality questions with you so we can have our listeners get to know you a little bit outside of the basketball court. And the first thing I'll start with is what you just brought up. Uh, You know, what's your favorite food? What do you like to eat? What's your go-to?
1: Oh, my favorite food, my go-to. It's really whatever my dad's making. Like, I miss his food so much right now. I cannot wait until I get back home so he can make me a meal. Um, My favorite meal that he makes me, though, is uh, seafood risotto. It is the best.
0: What's in the seafood risotto? Uh,
1: Seafood risotto. it got scallops and shrimp and usually some fish of some kind and it's, he makes it perfectly. It's so creamy and it's just, oh, it's perfect.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What was your favorite thing about growing up in Iowa?
1: Uh, Favorite thing about growing up? I think is that It just, like, felt like a really safe community. Everybody, um, like, let their kids just run around until dark and not really have any care in the world. Like, I was always out with friends riding bikes, rollerblading, like, going to the park. Like, that was super fun about growing up in Iowa. Uh,
0: Your most memorable New York City moment where you say to yourself, wow, I'm in New York City now.
1: Oh, that's a good question. Let me think. The other weekend, I, we went on a little day trip. So uh, Lillian Kennedy and Sydney Brown and I, um, we navigated our way through the city and made our way over to Brooklyn, to the Brooklyn Bridge Park to see the skyline. And the fact that we had to, like, make our way through the subway system and figure things out. And it was on the day of the New York City Marathon. So there were tons of people around. Oh, yeah. And it was just jammed packed. And then we got over to Brooklyn, and we get over there, and we see the skyline, and, like, the sun is setting, and it's, like, golden hour, and it's just beautiful. And I was just like, wow, I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe I can do things like this on a whim. And that was just, like, a really good night.
0: All right, Sienna. Well, thanks so much for spending some time with us. And now I'm going to throw it over to Mike Kowalski, who's sitting down with Ike Nweke of the men's basketball team.
2: Thanks, Kyle. Ike, thanks for stopping by today. Congrats on earning Ivy League Rookie of the Week last week. Um, 17 points and 7 rebounds in your debut at Marist, so uh, college basketball is pretty easy, right? <laughs> uh,
3: not really. I mean, I wouldn't really have been in that position if it weren't for my teammates. Uh, every, every day pushing me in practice and, and telling me to go after every rebound and, and just and, and lock down my uh, opponent and uh, uh, just do what I do. rebound, play hard, uh, make free throws, and uh, just finish easy passes that they made off to me in the game.
2: Were you nervous going into the game? What were your emotions like, uh, you know, in pregame warm-ups and everything like that before the the ball went up?
3: Uh, It wasn't really, like, nerves. I I, I was more excited and, like, a little jumpy. And that kind of, I guess, uh, it kind of, like, I I also kind of, like, portrayed – as though I, I were a little nervous because everybody was just like, hey, bro, you good? You good? But, like, deep inside I was just, like, so excited to to uh, just start the season and just, uh, uh, just kind of show everybody, like, like, what I can do pretty much.
2: And beyond the stats, I think – uh, for you especially, staying out of foul trouble was really key in that game, yeah. uh, just because of not having Patrick because of his injury and everything like yeah. that. Uh, was that something you were focused on?
3: Um, it, it was. It was kind of personal and and also something that the coach had kind of honed in on in practice. He was just like, they have three, four bigs? And right now you are like the only man who can uh, really like stay in the game and and, and really guard them because we're we're, we're kind of understaffed because Patrick was out. So 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 it, it was just a key thing for me. To just to stay down and just and wall up every time that they would go to
2: the basket. Switching gears a little bit, um, what's been the biggest adjustment for you coming from high school into college so far?
3: Uh, biggest adjustment is, is definitely the game of runs. Uh, I I pretty much heard it from about like seventh grade basketball is a game of runs, and I, I I didn't really understand like what that meant until like I got to college that if a team goes on a run, uh, we have to be able to respond well. And 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 know that like, we like can't get down on ourselves. So so that was something that like, it, it was, it was kind of different in uh in, in high school because, a, a lot of the times uh uh my team was a team that that was going on runs and I never really experienced like another team being able to like, actually like 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 go like on a thirteen two run or like an eight zero run like that. It 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 happened but it was like so rare, and uh and and I I wasn't really used to that. So so that was something that that I had to like kind of battle. Um and, and and something else was uh was was also just being able to just like keep my body like in in, in perfect and in in, in the perfect condition to like run up and down because the game is 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 so fast it goes so fast and we uh and 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 coach Trust emphasized just pushing the ball and getting up the court quickly and 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 doing that on on offense and defense is like a lot so uh uh so in high school uh, a, a lot of times, uh, I, I had a point guard that would that would just walk the ball up the court. Sometimes get into our offense stuff like that. But now, like we're like doing a lot of transitional uh, defense and offense. So that's a huge. Uh, it's like a huge change for me. <laughs>
2: yeah, let's talk about point guards. You know, playing with Mike Smith. Uh, it sounds like looks like you guys have a kind of a brotherly relationship already. Mm-hmm. Talk about what that uh, relationship's been like on and off the court so far.
3: Uh, uh man, uh, being with Mike has been great actually. Uh, Mike's a good mentor for me. Uh, he's also one of my closest friends off the court. So that's like definitely a huge thing that we've kind of like established as like a huge chemistry portion for the game and off the court. Uh, he's helped me um, w- with like a lot of things in my game, telling me that like he's going to put me in a position to score and all I need to do is just finish. So that's like a, a great thing to hear from a point guard, um, a- a- especially a point guard like Mike because he's like so talented, he can score he can create for others and, 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 and like a lot of times like uh, uh, late in the game on, on Saturday Mike was able to create a lot for me as well so that was like a, a great opportunity to to have a point guard that is willing to distribute uh, to score when is needed and, and to be able to be like a, a good brother and, and also like a, a good friend off the court and on the court and, and although like uh, we do have our disagreements on the court and stuff um, but I, I know that he always wants the best for me because he, he like wants to see us uh, do well, and, and, and we kind of had the same mindset that uh, uh, that if we don't kill this year, that that like uh, um, uh, uh, who else is going to be in that position to kill? And, and and we honestly think that it can be us. So I, I think that that they're on the same path with that.
2: This weekend, you play three straight nights at Fordham. Uh, Friday night is against Youngstown State. Saturday against FIU, and Sunday against uh, Fordham. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that going to be like physically to try to go through three straight? Uh, days of, of playing games. I know we go through that and the Ivy League play. It's kind of a good preview for that. But uh, what's the team's mentality going into that and trying to get through uh, those three three games in three nights?
3: Uh, just trying to stay as healthy as possible. Get a lot of rest and everything. Uh, kind of reminds me like AAU because in AAU tournaments we would play like two three games a day sometimes. But the competition level uh, kind of varied a lot of times and it wasn't as physical and it wasn't as fast. But um uh, but I, I honestly think that we have a really good test. The key thing for us is, is being able to just, like, maintain our composure.
2: Now, I want to give a, uh, the people listening a little chance to get to know you a little bit better, so I want to start by just asking um, a generic question, but it's kind of an important question. Mm-hmm. Tell us how you wound up here at Columbia.
3: Uh, being from the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, the DMV area, uh, a lot of people get recruited in, like, eighth grade, ninth grade, and, and 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 for me I just wasn't one of those kids coming to a school like Georgetown Prep, we weren't a school that was known for basketball. we we were known for for having high quality academics and everything. But then we got um, a recruit um, who was like, like one of the best eighth graders who was our point guard Jerry Bonham. Now he's at St Joe's, then we got another wing, he's at GW Messi Offram and then and then myself and no one really expected much of us. But uh uh, Jared and Mezzi kind of had looks before I did so, so so they got their looks for freshman sophomore year and and playing AAU I, I was playing well and I was playing on the circuit still no looks still still nothing and then um I think uh Coach Check had seen me um I think it was like the last live period I think it was like like three, four days before the uh uh the live period ended right before junior year and then and, and, and he saw me. It was like right before they had transitioned into coming to Columbia. That definitely kinda stuck with me because I, I never really thought that I could be a D one player. A lot of people had told me that I wasn't gonna be a D one player. So that was a lot like a, a crazy journey for me because I, I I still didn't get offered by them until I think I think April of my junior year. But um, I ended up having a really good junior year, and then a lot of schools come, uh, uh, started looking at me. But I decided I, I kind of wanted to go the academic route, so I just decided that like this would be like like the best program for me because it also kind of fit my playing style. And I was, and, I was always, uh, and, and 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 coming in now, like I see that the offense that we're we're, we're like running now is kind of similar to the offense that I ran in high school, and I and I really thrived in the offense in, the, in my high school. So it, it's like showing me that I have like a really huge upside for the future.
2: We to a segment called rapid fire mm-hmm. we're just going to ask you some quick questions again trying to get to know you a little bit yeah, better sure. and everything like that so uh first question is who would you want to play you in a movie
3: uh a lot of people say i look like wesley snipes so wesley snipes <laughs>
2: <laughs> favorite food yeah okay, okay so favorite food chicken chicken like yeah, any chicken. S- any special style or
3: <sighs> uh i'd say breaded most definitely uh, garlic flavored, crispy. Yeah. Where do you get the best chicken? Ooh. it's like a small spot in uh, PG County, Maryland. It's called America's Best Wings. That's like the best place for wings.
2: Yeah. All right. Um, what are you binge watching right now?
3: Binge watching, uh, Designated Survivor on Netflix.
2: Okay. What's, what? Tell everybody what that's what's that about?
3: Uh, it's about a man who was uh he was this, he was I think the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. And then the whole Capitol Hill got blown up to pieces, and uh, and and he was the designated survivor in case everybody in the whole government died, and everybody in the whole government <laughs> died, and 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 now he's the president, and now he he has to cope with that, and 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 make his own like. Uh, jurisdiction for the land and everything
2: so that's key for southern Island sh- southern show right yeah <laughs> so do you do you tend to go to those types of shows or you you have a, like a wide variety of things you watch
3: uh i have a wide variety i'm a huge marvel guy so like i watch all the marvel tv shows i watch all the marvel movie shows um uh like i, I, I watch all the marvel movies uh i watch like a lot of action shows as well and a lot, and a lot of action movies so I've, I've like watched like my like fair share of like action on on netflix yeah.
2: and stuff and 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 now I'm I'm just kind of like branching out a little bit. Nice, sad week with Stanley passing away too. How would yeah. that make you feel this week?
3: Ah, oh, man, that was rough. It was really rough. He was uh, uh one of my favorite, like, I don't, man. I I I I was actually like 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 at a loss for words because his cameos and like all the yeah and, and all the Marvel movies were just absolutely great. And and he's like 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 one of my favorite people. Those are movies that I just kind of grew up with all the time and and now that's like kind of like gone i hope that the, that the legacy continues
2: what's your favorite superhero movie
3: favorite superhero movie i'd go with i'd have to go with captain america
2: yeah yeah all, all
3: the captain america movies were
2: ridiculous i love them you'll get along well with my four-year-old son <laughs> <laughs> it's his favorite too. Yeah. who's the best fortnite player on the team best fortnite player on the
3: team I'd probably have to say Mike. Mike Mike and Jake Killingsworth are probably like like the, the two best, but I think that if Mike and Jake played each other, Mike would probably win by a landslide.
2: Well, that'll do it for this week's episode. Uh, we have a busy weekend of hoops for both programs this weekend. The women are on the road for a pair of games in the Midwest. They take on Milwaukee this Friday and Illinois on Sunday. Uh, like we mentioned, the men have three games this weekend at the Johnny Back Classic at Fordham against Youngstown State Friday, FIU Saturday, and Fordham on Sunday. The women are back home on Wednesday, November 21st against Houston at 2 p.m. The men's home opener is slated for Sunday, November 25th against St. Joseph's College, Brooklyn. That's also a 2 p.m. start. Tickets can be purchased for that game and all men's and women's contests by visiting www.gocolumbialions.com slash tickets or calling 888-LIONS-11. A reminder, ESPN Plus is the new place to catch every Columbia home game. To sign up, visit ESPNPlus.com. Subscriptions start as low as $4.99 per month or $49.99 annually. Thanks for listening. We'll take next week off at Thanksgiving break, but we'll be back in the first week of December. We'll talk to you then.